Watson going to the end zone. Caught by Watson. He beats the starting quarterback, Jackson. A six-yard touchdown pass. And for the third consecutive game, the last pass thrown by Love is through the air for six. Let the conversation continue with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Ryan Horvat, Nick Ashew. Man, you're Green Bay Packers. First off, Kevin Harlan calling anything is just better. Yeah, he does every game in the preseason. Just, yeah, it's a shame you don't have him for the regular season. Oh, Kevin Harlan's the best, but he's, he does he was once. So, he's, you know. he's so damn good, man. I know, I know. So good. No regard for human life. Yeah. The old Kobe call. Might have been his best call ever. He's had so many good ones, man. Like he's in the big moments, in the wacky moments, whether it's like a streaker or a black cat. Oh, like, yeah, when he calls the streakers. That's he's, great. He's loaded. He's got his shirt off. This guy's hammer. Now he's got his shirt off, and he's running across the field. Every time we talk with Olivia, I, I have to like mention, I was like, you know yeah. I lo- how much I love your dad. Yeah, right? he's but the best. That's why they love the Packers so much, and yep. they're always at Lambeau. But, yeah, he calls every single game. So, uh, growing up, like, it's the best part about watching the preseason. That and Jordan Love, of course. Of course. Might be the next big thing in the NFC. Which, listen, that worst-case scenario is Jordan Love. So, to me, it's not even just about Jordan Love playing well this season, right? Like, his first year as a starter, we talk about how Aaron Rodgers wasn't great his first year as a starter, going, you know, taking that spot from Brett Favre. But to me, Jordan Love losing confidence is the biggest I think worry, worst case scenario that the Packers could have. I understand that within that team, you look at, well, they got a lot of players that have been there through playoff runs, and you had, you know, all these 13 win seasons with Matt LaFleur and all that. And at the same time, you don't expect to win 13 games this season. You don't expect Jordan Love to throw for 4,000 yards and 30 touchdown passes and whatever lofty expectations you could come up with. Just don't lose confidence your first year as a starter because that carries over in the future for this team. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I just I've, I've been going back and forth with the Jordan Love thing, obviously, but man, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. No, and it's only preseason, but like Pro Football Focus grade eighty six point seven. He was twenty one of thirty three mm-hmm. passing, one hundred and ninety three yards, three touchdowns, no picks. And he's going to have a strong run game. A.J. Dillon really needs to have an impressive season and show why he was drafted in the second round. A, uh, Aaron Jones, I know he's another year older, but he's coming off his best season as a pro. Really good offensive line. I think worst-case scenario for me is that defense stinks again because then you have to find a new coordinator because then Joe Barry loses his job. And then you really have to evaluate what you have because Brian Gutekinds has been the general manager since Ted Thompson retired, and he's spent eight first-round picks. Like, the last five drafts have been defensive players in the first round. You have to have at least a top 15, mm-hmm. possibly top 10 Oh, defense, you got for that man. much, you got a top 10. And they had the exit in- interviews last year, and Joe Barry was like, hey, what can I do differently? They were playing, like, a lot of, like, soft zone coverage. They want to play more man, press coverage. I don't want to see my defensive backs, Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas, Eric Stokes, when he comes back, playing 10 yards off the ball. That's worst-case scenario for me. If you're going to get burned, at least get up there and get physical. So I think the defense really needs to take a step up. There's way too much first-round talent for it to be that big of a disaster. What would you do if your Green Bay Packers saw your New York Jets in the Super Bowl? <laughs> I'd root for the Packers. You'd be Packers? Oh, yeah. And that's what you should be. That's your team. 
Yeah, I'd root for the Packers. Ah, I mean, that's so tough, though, because... Yeah, there's your old guy, Aaron Rodgers. Well, you worry about the legacy, and it's always going to be like, well, Aaron Rodgers was a great regular season quarterback, but he only has one Super Bowl ring, which I always hate that argument, especially if you go back and you watch that Super Bowl run. He goes into Atlanta, carves up the number one seeded Atlanta Dirty Birds. Then he like played like crap against Chicago. That's when I fell in love with him, though, because he threw a terrible interception to Brian Urlacher, and Urlacher had a clear uh, path to the end zone. And it would have wrapped the game up, and Rodgers chased them down and made an open field tackle. And I was like, that's my quarterback right there. <laughs> and they end up winning that game, even though I thought at one point he was dead because Julius Peppers killed him. Then he torched the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Nobody wanted to see Ben Roethlisberger win three Super Bowl rings, did they? Hell no. So, not Jet- just a regular season. Jets versus Packers in the Super Bowl, 300 to 1 at Bet MGM. Probably not going to happen. Just in case you're wondering, it's 300 to 1. I'm in. You're in? You should do it. Yeah, probably not. 300 probably. to 1? 300 to 1. Yeah, no, I'm out of it. You could get one of those, like, split jerseys, right? You have one on It's like Packers on one side and Jets on the other side. Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love, it's a, like, Rod Love or Rod of or something on the back. It, it'd be like when, split it. remember when um, Brady Quinn, and Notre Dame played Ohio State, and Brady Quinn played against A.J. Hawk, and A.J. Hawk was dating Brady Quinn's sister, so she showed up to the game and she had... Half Brady Quinn jersey, half AJ Hawk. I think jersey. I do remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like you know, or Miss or Kelsey's yeah, mom. Yeah, the yeah the Kelsey mom. I mean, she's yeah. she's got a son on both sides of the Super that's Bowl. That's what so. I would have to do. Yeah, that's that is what I. That have would be to a do. tough emotional thing for you. I'd be I'd be concerned for your health. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I kind of feel better about the Packers than I do the Jets. That offensive line is so 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 bad. I know. So bad. It did look bad in Aaron Rodgers' start, though, in the, the one pre, his last preseason game. He was getting rid of game. the ball quickly. He was getting – that's what I think you're going to have to do this year. But I would say the Packers would have to do the same thing, right? right? We know how much – I mean, I think it was, what, 52% of the time? or it would, They led the league in – what was – yeah, percent of receiving yards got to here. So the, the Packers were second in the NFL in percent of receiving yards after the catch at 52%. So, like, what they – they had guys – there was a lot of quick dump-offs, and you allow your playmakers to make plays. That's something that the Packers – and Jets probably should do this year. One is because you have an inexperienced quarterback. The other is because you've got a bad offensive line. But either way, that's a remedy to deal with one of those situations. Yeah, man. I mean, they're going to have to get rid of the ball quickly. A good run game will obviously help them as well. And and the other thing is, I don't know. I mean, we see this with some teams. Like, remember the Rams a couple years ago where they were just picking up anybody off the street that they could? Who knows? Maybe somebody comes out of retirement. Maybe like Chris Long leaves the broadcast booth and comes back. I don't know. That's what they're going to need, though, if it if it is as bad as we expect it to be. Yeah. All right, on to the Chicago Bears, Bears, a team that's had a bad offensive line for a long time. For me, it's simple here, and it does also involve a young quarterback because in the end, if your young quarterback can't succeed in the NFL, you got a low ceiling. It's that Justin Fields just can't stay upright, that they can't protect him like we've seen in the past. Now, they've addressed the offensive line to a point this offseason, but you need to make sure that Justin Fields is able to make a huge jump as a passer this year. You need to see that he's more than just a 1,000-yard rusher. You want to see him throw for at least 2,900 yards and go over his total for this year, which is only 28.50 and a half, by the way. It's not, it's not a high number at all. So if that offensive line can protect for Justin Fields, you're going to get an opportunity. One, teams are going to respect the run. They're going to know that not only the, like Justin Fields can get out and he can make plays with his legs. But if he's able to throw the football, too, and you see what Lamar Jackson was from, for him, it was year one to year two, first year as a starter. If you can see Justin Fields get close to that point, oh, that's that's going to make the Bears a lot more dangerous. Yeah, I agree, man. I think, like, worst-case scenario would be Justin Fields isn't the guy. 
and then you have to find out who the guy is because this year, you know, you added two new offensive linemen, you draft a lineman with the top 15 pick, and you give him some actual weapons. Like DJ Moore is there, and so he's got to show that he's an NFL quarterback, and he has to show that he's not just a one-read quarterback because that was obviously the knock at Ohio State, Mm -hmm. as it is with many Buckeye quarterbacks. So he's got to prove he's the guy. The other thing is that defense needs to take a step up. You think of Chicago, the Chicago Bears, you think, elite defense, and that just hasn't been the case the last couple of years. We don't really know what Eberflus is as a head coach, so you just got to show some promise. You don't have to win 10-11 games. Yeah. Maybe you are a year away, but you got a bunch of money to spend these next couple of years, and it looks like Ryan Poles, the general manager, is uh, getting that thing headed in the right direction. So you just don't want to take any steps back because you've done the rebuilding thing, and now it looks like you're heading in the right direction. Yeah, you've, you, if you have the money to spend as a team, it doesn't matter if free agents don't want to go there. So you got to show that, all right, you're taking that next step. Justin Fields is progressing as a quarterback. Then you're going to get free agents there. You can address the needs that you have, whether it's offensive line or adding another receiver or on the defensive side of the football. It doesn't really matter. You just got to figure out what those needs are and then know that you can spend that money and actually lure free agents there. And Fields looked bad the other day. Jordan Love's looked better than Justin Fields yes. this preseason. Yes, but that's Jordan, not me being a homer. I no, like Justin Fields better coming out of the draft. Uh, Jordan Jordan Love is also just more of a natural passer than Justin Fields is too. Right, like Justin Fields, and that's the hard part too. Like you never want to take away that skill set from a Lamar Jackson, a Justin Fields, whatever quarterback it is. If they can run the football and they can get out of bounds or get down and slide safely, and they're good at that, you don't want to take that skill set away. Yeah. You just want to make sure that there's a little more of a balance and it doesn't become a parachute that they just use almost right away. Yeah, I have no problem with quarterback design runs. They're the most efficient play in football. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like, I think that's the other thing with Jordan Love that nobody realizes is how athletic he is. I think the Packers' RPO game might be strong, and if he could use his legs like he's athletic. They showed that a little bit in the last game. He might surprise people, too. He's not going to put up Justin Fields-type rushing numbers. Right. But imagine that dynamic, too. Jordan Love with his legs, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, Watson and Dobbs. Packers might end up winning that division, man. It might come down to them in Minnesota if Justin Fields doesn't make um, you know, the improvements that mm-hmm. we're talking about. Yeah, and listen, I'm more comfortable with the Packers winning the division Same. than the Bears. So I don't think that's really going out of a limb. I mean, the, the Lions are the favorites. We know they're sitting around plus 130 to win the division. The worst-case scenario for them is that Jared Goff goes back to 2019 Jared Goff, that 16-interception season, because what made them so successful last year was that offense because the defense was not good. Now, they did address some needs defensively this offseason. So getting a little bit of that help is certainly a positive for them. But they were fourth in total offense last year. It always starts with the quarterback. If Jared Goff starts turning the ball over more, throwing double-digit interceptions, making mistakes, losing that confidence, not getting the ball to his playmakers, you've added somebody like Jameer Gibbs. At some point, Jamison Williams is actually going to be on the field for this team, allegedly. Apparently, he's part of the team. That's going to be an absolutely dynamic offense, but... If you can't get the ball to your playmakers, it doesn't matter what type of weapons you have on the outside. I completely agree. And and I feel like that is worst-case scenario is for Detroit. They don't win the division because it's been since 1993. And every other team, I, I, Ben Johnson's great, their OC, but he's mm. going to leave for a head coaching yeah. gig. I don't think Jared Goff's the quarterback of the future. You have great pieces on the defensive side of the ball. Hutchinson's only going to be in his second year. I like the Gibbs pick. I like St. Brown. But I almost feel like this is probably your best shot because, like you said, the Bears are going to get better. The Packers are probably going to get better. Mm-hmm. The Vikings probably actually rebuild if they don't make the playoffs this year because Kirk Cousins will be gone. But the Packers and the Bears have young teams and a lot of money to spend. The Bears have a lot of money to spend. So for Detroit, this better be your year, man. This is one of those divisions, too, where you 
every team is kind of in that spot where you can be aggressive enough and take charge of the division, if that makes sense, right? Like, you look at it now, everybody's kind of in a transition for the most part, whether it's the Vikings kind of on the tail end with Cousins, it's the Lions... You got Jared Goff, but it's kind of a limbo situation for them. Nobody expects Jared Goff to be the quarterback the next, like, seven or eight years in Detroit. You know what you got going on with Justin Fields right now. Young, you still want to see what he can be. And then the Packers and Jordan Love. So all of these teams right now in the division have an opportunity, if you build your team right, to kind of take over. This year, this is one of the most wide-open divisions, I feel like, in the NFL. There's this. There's maybe, you could argue, the NFC South is another one. Uh, but you don't have many divisions that feel like you could justify all four teams winning the division if everything falls into place. Yeah, like except for like in the AFC because all the teams are good. Right, you know what I right, mean? Right, right. Like that's right. So maybe more the, AFC that's what I mean. Like there's only like a couple yeah. of teams in the or no, a couple it's, divisions. It's, the NFC are really the only it's ones. It's a good that point. Have that. This is because we think like all these teams are going to suck. Yeah. You know, you keep going back to Minnesota though, and I mean, if they're able, that might be one of the better offenses in the league. Yes. And they, like last year, they, I don't care about Delvin Cook because last year they were, what, 25th, 26th in rushing offense. But now you add Jordan Addison, that's probably actually an upgrade over Adam Thielen. Thielen's a great pro, but Addison's really young, obviously, right. and has he hasn't skipped a step. You have Justin Jefferson, the best wide receiver. We know what Kirk is. I don't, I don't know that they just take like this massive drop off. I'm not running to bet their win total or anything. All I've done in that division is Packers and Bears way earlier in You're the You're starting summer. to come to my side of things a little bit. I, I like this. Just a little. You, I don't know. There's I just t- don't know if I could write them off. Just yeah. There's an inkling there, and that's that's my point. So it's for really me, damn good offense. the worst case scenario for the Vikings becomes that their luck flips and they lose a lot of these close games, right? 9-0 last year in games decided by a touchdown or less. The best record for any team with that many games ever. It's That's never happened before. So negative regression is kind of expected at this point. Like That would be the common thing to think. But okay, they go from 13 wins to 10. You can win this division at 10 and 7. Oh, God, so yeah. for so for the Vikings, it's not the worst case scenario, right? Bill Barnwell wrote about the four teams that could regress this year. Vikings were the obvious first one. He was like, this is what everybody's saying, and I, and I agree with it too. But again, regression doesn't mean you still don't win a division. It doesn't mean you're still not a playoff team. There were teams that have regressed from one year to another that have gone on to have really successful playoff runs or whatever the case is. And I think the Vikings can be there too because they already had a bad defense last year. They were 31st in total defense in the NFL last year, and they won 13 games. So they can overcome it as long as Kirk Cousins is the guy that they expect him to be, doesn't turn the ball over a ton, and you get the damn ball to Justin Jefferson as much as you possibly can. Yeah, and their head coach, Kevin O'Connell, in his first year, like you said, won 13 games, did a really good job, not worried about the offensive side of the ball if everybody's healthy. In defense, how much more could you really regress? You know what I mean? You bring in yeah. Brian Flores, you so you know you're going to change philosophy. 31st to 32nd, that's like, it. They're going to blitz... <laughs> So it comes down to can that secondary improve and what do you get from the secondary? Because you know Flores is just going to sell out mm-hmm. stop to get after the quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, there will be regression. You don't win 13 games most likely. But like you said, 9-10 probably gets you in the playoffs. Hell, maybe 8 in the NFC North, let's be honest. So I can't. you can't write off any team in this division. You really can't. I just – I'm not ready to also totally write off Kirk Cousins either. Like I, I just there, there's enough there where he can he, win you ten eleven. He games. can win you, and that and that's enough for yeah. that. Like I'm not, I don't like them as a play, uh, like a, a team to make noise in the playoffs. I don't like him to be, you know, go throw for forty five hundred yards and forty touchdowns this year. But he's got some weapons. He's he's also somebody that works really hard at being as good of a quarterback as he can be. Yeah. So like, there's enough there where you're like, okay, he's not going to completely fall off, and he knows he, he may not be back in Minnesota. Like there's a chance that this is his last. year I do there. think this is his last year, unless I, they win a Super Bowl. I think you're right. And come on now, change my mind. Happened. Monday next, Bet MGM the Night.